Looking downward. Ce que montre cette dernière salle, c'est... In this last room, we see the other side of the coin, as it were, of capitalism. In the rationality section, we saw many artists praising the introduction of machinery, new industrial landscapes and factories, like a new contemporary reality to be celebrated, showing off its gleaming beauty, for a form of beauty could indeed be detected. In this last section, we are exploring artists who show the outcasts, those left behind by Taylorism, the workers, obviously, who were exploited and who became an interchangeable mass, mere cogs in an enormous machine that dominates them. But also, all those living on the fringe of society, wounded war veterans, the unemployed, and those living on the outskirts of the city, and who could not enjoy the theatre or opera or Zeitoper or Brecht's shows performed in the city centres, those who did not have access to entertainment and were condemned to a form of marginality in their lives and habitat, and who were completely crushed by the capitalist economic machinery. Far from the busy boulevards and brightly lit shop signs, painters like Hans Balschek and Hans Grundig painted the outcasts who had no access to urban entertainment, such as poor families living on the wastelands on the outskirts of the city. Artist and photographer Alice Lexnerlinger, a Communist Party sympathizer, produced a photo montage highlighting the gulf between rich and poor. Dating from 1930, the simply composed photo montage shows how the comfort of the few was achieved to the detriment of the mass of poor people. This black and white photo montage juxtaposes tennis players and workers using a pneumatic drill, and you can see bourgeois patrons of cafes contrasting with street beggars. Alice Lexnerlinger was an artist who produced a lot of photo montage, which is basically collage using photos. She stopped producing art completely for two or three years after the birth of her son. Then when she took up art again around 1925, she started producing montage. She was a radical left-winger and was a member of the Communist Party for a time. She produced work with a message, a very clear message, clearly put across. The idea was to use montage to show the grim reality of capitalist exploitation with an association of photograms and photocollage. At the time, social inequalities were extreme. The gap between rich and poor, between underprivileged and bourgeois society, and even industrialized capitals actually widened during this time. Again, this resonates deeply with the situation we are currently living through. The downward gaze is a motif that runs through August Sanders' people of the 20th century, especially in Group 6, on the city. So, Sander devoted 11 portfolios to this group, the city, depicting urban youths, 
a young schoolgirl, a young schoolboy, both dressed up smart. But there are also the displaced, invalids from World War I, those left behind by capitalism. There is one portfolio called the people who came to my door, which is like a method within his method. When people came to ask for money, beggars, peddlers, and the unemployed, he invited them to have their photograph taken in the doorframe, outside the wall at the entrance. This was a great way of classifying them. And he mentions a lovely idea in his conference broadcast on radio when he asks us to imagine taking a photo in all the job centers across Germany at the same time. This would send out a very strong image of poverty. August Sander. Here, the photograph speaks a language of high culture that is broadly understandable. The photo would speak another equally powerful language if, in each of the 365 employment agencies in Germany, one would simultaneously photograph the people there and join the results together, tagged with the year 1931. The tragedy of this photographic language is probably understandable and without any commentary for all of contemporary and future humanity. <laughs>